Hi people, it's Sunny here. Hey hey, this is Zilla. And this is Kev. And you are listening to Doing Life Together with Sunny, Zilla and Kev. Karibuni sana and God bless you. Hey DLT fam, welcome again to another episode of Doing Life Together with Sony, Zilla and Kev and we are excited to be here for the second episode. We we are so excited to be here and today we are going to be talking about why we need the church and you know those questions that comes around the needs of the church, you know whereby we ask ourselves do we really need the church, actually do you really need the church and even as we start ahead maybe you can put that at the back of your mind but before that uh, Sony do you mind doing a recap of what we covered last time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, last time we introduced the series and we we're talking about what the church is, you know, just trying to place a definition of what the church is. And we basically settled on two things. We said that the church is, first of all, the community of believers, generally, uh, otherwise known as the body of Christ or the family of God. So it, that's that's universal and we get access to it through the blood of Jesus, yeah, 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 you know what I'm talking about. So when you get born again, you automatically get admission into that family of God and the body of Christ where where the Bible describes us as the bride, the church as the bride, and Christ as the groom. Um, we also um, settled into another definition of the, the church being a community of believers. So community being like, you know, upper ground, you know, the people who you meet with, those people who are Christians and you fellowship with, that becomes a church. So um, that was important because we we opined that you know the church is not the activities we do. It's not about the the church is not the present worship. It's not the it's not the pastor. The church is the community of believers, and it's also the um, larger body of Christ. So it's two bodies and one one is smaller than the other and fits into a, a larger puzzle. So I think generally that was that, that's a wow. summary of our Yeah, you've, you've done a really nice job. And Kev, do you have anything to add, Amal? We just put it as 100%. 100%? Ooh, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. yes. graduated first class honors. 99%. Because no one ever gets out. Oh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's that's really cool. And now on to the agenda of the day with reference to what Sony has said. You know, those questions where you can skip part A, just to remind you what exactly we're going to be <laughs> covering today. So do, do we really need the church? Do we need the church? Personally, I've had instances where I'm like, do I really need the church? I can, you know, be spiritual on my own and develop that rapport with God. And if the truth of the matter is like all of us have different standings on like the need to connect to a church, where some of us will be like, hey, I really need the church. Some of us are indifferent. And the people is just like, I don't need the church. And it's okay to be in any of those areas in your life. So guys, just speaking from a personal level, why do you need the church? And maybe you can start with Kev, because Sony has just gone all out and gotten a hundred percent. First of all, uh, <laughs> I need the church to uh, bless me with uh, the word, to bless me with inst- um, it's not inspiration. What is it called? Just uh, messages from God. 
So because I can do it all on my own, and sometimes you get through seasons that um, it seems like uh, you're not hearing from God. So being part of a church helps you uh, hear from God, uh, from other people. Um, I get to serve in church, which is a, a, a great deal, um, played a part in my maturity and my growth as a person. I need the church in order to socialize with some people. Um, being part of that community helps you uh, get friends, get lifelong friends, and for some people even get um, people who are more than friends. Yeah, those are some of the small reasons why I need church mm-hmm. um, personally, yeah. Okay. So, Sony, also mm-hmm. you, but thank you, Kev. I hear you, and yeah, I'm going to listen to Sony first. But Sony, I want to also twist your, like, maybe give a bit of twist to your, to the same question as Kev, and ask you, why do you need the church? And do you think some of those reasons that Kev has given can be acquired outside of the church? So, I do think that the church is necessary because it's, it's it's like a bank a bank of resources so although i i am aware that, that depends on your level of exposure um as a church in different churches have um uh different resources but i think the church provides opportunities for many things so it presents an opportunity for growth of believers whereby you see when you come into church you have different people the Bible says that the Holy Spirit equips different people to do different things in the body of Christ. That those who are blessed with the gift of teaching, preaching, etc., etc. So I think when you come to the believe to the body of Christ, you get access to these resources. You get access to a person who has the gift of prophecy. You get someone who has access to the gift of uh, I don't know preaching, and that in one way or another edifies your life. So and we see this from the onset even with pulpit ministry. So I think the access to resources, and it's just not limited to the gifts that the Holy Spirit gives, but also the opportunities that people have to offer. You have a mentorship that goes on in church. You have, um, you know, simple things like just dating and making friends in church. So I think the church is a bank of resources, and it's just not limited to that. When the three of us think about the opportunities we've been given, the platforms that we've been given, it all started in church. So I think the church has a bank of resources, and it has the ability to give the opportunity for people to do different things. It could even be the opportunity to grow your skill in teaching, to grow your skill in music, to grow your skill in public speaking, to grow your skill in accounting, to grow your skill in a, in leadership. So from a general point, I think it gives the, the opportunity for you to grow in areas that and in giftings that you didn't even know that you realize you had, that you didn't realize that you have. And it gives you that opportunity to explore that gives that gift in a safe space. I think safe space is very important because for me, when I think about the safe space, I'm thinking about someone who has the same mindset, the same values. Sometimes I look at some people and I'm like, hey, Manze, you guys have been able to work in the professional space or in you know the commercial world, and you've been able to uphold your life as Christians. And 
you have been able to live your whole life as Christians. You look at people who have been able to do marriage God's way. So when I think of why we need the church, I think it gives us a resource. It's a bank of resources where we as young believers and just believers generally get to see what God has done in other people's lives and what God is doing in other people's lives um, that conforms to his quote-unquote purpose or um for the church and in our lives so for example uh, generally our purpose is to conform to the to 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 the image and likeness of god but when you have people who have lived for more than you know people who are in their 60s and they tell you when i was your age i went through abcd and i've seen god come through in abcd you can actually go through the corporate world without being a corrupt person um, and they are a bank of resources for me. I think I think of the church as a bank of resources that helps us not only live our lives, but live our lives according to God's principles and actualizing the will of God in our lives. What was the second part of the question? I, <laughs> I think you've it. answered it with like within it because yeah. the the main point like as in i was thinking when kev was saying that which is good all that we've said is true we need this chat for social to to also be encouraged and it's a community of believers and i think the main answer was i had asked you can't we get the same things outside can't i get friends at work at school can't i socialize at work at school can't we bless each other with stories in the cafeteria ah, and mm -hmm, i think you answered mm -hmm, it by mm -hmm, saying mm -hmm. that the thing for the values the the system that brings us together and yeah. us having the same point of view that's what creates that sp safe space when doing like when these needs yes. are being met in the church and again we are focusing on people who we're saying the church as people who are believers and are you know are walking in the walk of christ you know and zilla if i may yeah. interrupt you you remember when you were talking about how when you go into a workspace and you know you're introducing yourself and you start wondering should i introduce myself <laughs> as a christian or not some of these struggles people who are not in the church may not understand but for you who's another believer it could be we're in different yeah. workspaces but the fact that we're facing the same challenge is how should i how should i live my christianity in yeah. the workplace you know, and then we come together and we're like, but we may have been facing this issue. Guys are telling us to go for cocktails. <laughs> Me, I'm not sure if that's the yeah. way to go. And we have that conversation. We encourage one yeah. another. It helps us become better Christians in the workplace. And it helps us become a better version of ourselves because we don't feel like we are, we need to live to a certain standard that is not of God. We don't have to embarrass God as we are in the workplace because I've been able to meet with you and I shared my mm -hmm. problem with you and you were like, hey, and yeah, even I've been facing the same problem and I think this, this is the way we yeah. should go about it. So that resource helps me become a better Christian in the workplace, that helps me become um, a brighter light of the world and, you know, more efficient salt to the earth as the Bible tells us to become. Yeah, yeah, and I think I think that, that's 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 great as in just knowing that and understanding as faith is Sony is saying like that resource, I believe that's one of the great purpose like God put us to be together as a body of believers. And and I think that's that's a really great take home. So like and just online with that, so we've talked about, you know, in our own way our needs and we've said you know we've put it out there and it's true we need it 
and other things is like is it possible we said like we we get saved and we are accepted wait i hope yeah we've said like as in once we once we get saved we are the a member of you know of the body of christ so is it say is it possible to say this one goes to kev is it possible to say i love jesus but i don't care about the church it is possible <laughs> <laughs> i see what you did there i like that answer <laughs> i like that answer <laughs> i see what you did there i see what you did there but you know my heart kev go for it. Uh-huh. <laughs> no answer the question <laughs> so could you expound more on that like it's possible but eh uh-huh. how will that road look <laughs> oh. um so yeah if you if you say you love jesus then you must obey his commandments right so that's what jesus himself said and uh commandments not really in what he said but what he approves of what he deems is sorry um what he deems is coming from the father who he has said many times in the bible is who he also gets instructions from and god approves the bible as something that is of instruction to us from him and one of the things that uh is in the bible is do not forsake the communion of believers the fellowship of believers so i i took a very roundabout route to just get to saying that um community that, that fellowship of believers that community of believers is so important in a christian's life that we cannot afford to leave it Uh, alone or behind yeah i think when i think of and this is this is my lawyer mind you may need to excuse me but my understanding of can has to do with the ability and that's a whole conversation i think it's possible to 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 live your life outside the community of believers but i just don't know the quality whether that's the quality of life that god is that god is calling us to to live um because as we were as you have read in the bible and paul was talking about the gift of tongues and the gifts of prophecy and you're saying how the gifts of prophecy is good because it it bring it it, it aids in the edification of the body of christ my father understanding of that scripture is you know paul trying to communicate that we all have different gifts and the spirit gives those gifts as he he wishes but some edify the body more than the others and so i think in that way he was in indirectly saying that there is a there is something we derive out of being in the body of christ together that we may not be able to derive in our own personal lives what am i saying and this is my opinion limited to the script to my scriptural understanding is that it is possible for you to live your life as a christian just on your own with the fellowship of the holy spirit but i think that it reaches a point where you realize that we all have been called to a different purpose all related to the will of god on earth and we need to work together to be able to actualize that purpose so you may be gifted in teaching but if you 
do not work with someone who is gifted in leadership or in, I don't know, who has high emotional intelligence and is able to empathize with others. Say, for example, a case of someone like Atabitha in the community who was able to connect with people, then your gift of teaching is good. But if you cannot get it to the people of God, then it's in vain. So I think we've all been given different gifts, different abilities, but we need to be able to work together within the community to not only see the benefit of that gift, like you see the, the gift working, but to be able to see uh, the growth of the body of Christ. So for example, when you say that, um, even in this podcast, we are all gifted in different things, you know, some of us have a great understanding of the word of God. Some of us have a great understanding with relations with people. And we see that even in churches where not everyone is a pastor. We have to have some elders. We have to have some people who are on the ground doing community rallying. I think each of us um, is gifted differently. And for us to be able to actualize and see the kingdom of God, you know, in heaven and his will done on earth as in, in heaven, we need to work together. So I think maybe at the beginning, we may think that it's okay to be able to live our lives just communing with the Holy Spirit. But in my opinion, and I, I think that the Holy Spirit wants us to plug into a different, to a bigger agenda, an agenda that is bigger than us. And that is the actualization of God's will on earth as it is in heaven. And for us to be able to do that, we need to plug into the general community and the body of believers because it is in that body of believers that we're all gifted differently to do different tasks that actually lead to God's will being done in heaven as it is on earth. So I do think there are many reasons that we should be um, um, connected to a church, but I do think that the greatest purpose of us being connected into church is for us to work together to see God's will in heaven um, actualized or done or manifested on earth as it is spoken in his word. So can believers work and run? Yes, they can, but you can only go so far because the life that we've been called to as believers is greater than ourselves. It's greater than our, it's, it's greater than us. It's, we've been called to conform to the image of Christ and, you know, establish God's will on earth. And we can only, and we cannot do that in and of ourselves because we don't have the capacity to carry all the gifts and all the things that are required to, make God's will happen. So we must partner with others to see, to, to help God's will happen on earth as it has been spoken in the word and written in heaven. That's, that's what I think. Um, but it, sits, it, it takes a great level of maturity for you to believe that this relationship I am with God is greater than just my feelings. It's greater than my experiences. It's, it's greater than my own self-interest in this. There's a greater purpose that it serves, and that is to make God's will on earth um, happen as it is written in heaven. That's what I think. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, Sony. Wow. That's that's a loaded. That's a loaded. And I like that you're saying it's your legalistic mind as well. And I like how you've broken it down, giving the caveats. Personally, I'm of the belief that if I was to put it in a statement like you did, that you believe you believers can walk alone, but then I'd be like, uh, I believe you can't walk alone because by virtue of that, uh, you know, even God Himself. He's God, but you know the subsections, like the whole Trinity. And I like how I like how you've explained it. But this is just a matter of like semantics and everything. And the other thing is that we, as Christians, we are by virtue of saying you're not a body of the church, you're still not walking alone. And I think Sony mentioned it because you, it's the Holy Spirit enabling you to walk, and your walk has been financed, if I may say, <laughs> not financed, but enabled by the death of Christ, who was sent through the Father. Sponsored. Exactly. <laughs> so, like, there's really nothing like walking alone. You're never walking alone. I, I'd say that's just a matter of again semantics, and but just be aware you're not walking alone. It is the, through the Spirit of God. And just on that question, and this may tie to many other things we hear sometimes, like people saying, I don't need the church because there are hypocrites there. I'd rather be on my own or rather my relationship with God is private and I don't need other people to tell me how to do. Those such statements, I've had them a lot. I've been part of those statements sometimes when I was going through like, you know, sometimes it will be caused by heart, I think, which we shall discuss in, in coming episodes. But the truth of the matter, is first of all on that thing of having a private relationship with God, it's good to clear it out. There's nothing like a private relationship with God. It's personal. It's a good thing to draw that line. It's the same way you're told if you're in a relationship and people don't know about it, run. Because maybe you're being played, you know, there is no safety there. So it, it, you have a personal relationship with your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your wife, but it's not private. Let people know. Okay, this is a two-way advice. That's the same way with God. For a relationship, you're not supposed to deny it. You're supposed to like openly accept it. And one of the ways you can say, you see the way Sonny was mentioning, for example, at work, do I say if I'm a Christian or not a Christian? Do say you're a Christian. Do let your actions show you're a Christian. I do believe you can't, uh, you, it's possible to say, <laughs> let me go along with your truth, that maybe you love Jesus, but you don't care the church. But that possibility doesn't mean you're living in truth. You know, it doesn't mean that, because first of all, we are followers of Christ and Christ cared about people. Christ cared about the disciples. When people came to a crusade, Christ didn't leave them hanging. He provided for all of them. So if it was individual, he would have said, eh, kila mtuajipange. For example, that's just a uh, very superficial example. But because Christ cared about the church, I believe as Christians, since we are following suit, so therefore we should care about the church and and help uh, each other grow. Because that's another thing. We, you you care, the when you, you are saved, you receive the salvation of God. You are able to receive the love of God. And personally, I believe God pours out love in abundance. And you can't stay with that love alone. You share it out. You spread the gospel. You, you share with the needy. As the, Sonia had given that example of pick me up. So you're having a conversation with someone from church and you're able to help each other. Another thing, why exactly do you think you don't need the church? Could it be unruliness? Could it be like that lone wolf kind of thing? Could it be pride that you feel like, ah, I don't need them to tell me what they're doing? And in real sense, God created us to be social beings where we learn from each other and help each other grow. So I'd say like, also, this is a thing to also check your heart. Where are you at? What exactly is making you not go there? And you know, other times, 
it might be the case for, and I've had it, I've been there, I'm saying it because I've been there, or it's just distrust with how the church is run or how the leaders of the church are running the church, etc. So you're like, eh, these people, I don't even trust them. They can't tell me anything. I don't know. Holy Spirit will download whatever is from heaven, etc. Et but then again, you have to remember authority comes from God. How do you balance out the truth and all that? So all, all these things come, come along together and Christ, uh, you remember even like husbands are told to love the, the love the, what is it called? Love their wives as Christ loved their the wives. church. Their yes. Wives. And so that love for the church emanates from Christ and we are supposed to walk as Christ did. So if like, Christ loved and cared for the church as a Christian, who are you to say, nah? You know, so that, that, that would be me. And I don't know guys, if mm. you, and then the other thing, that room, you know, there's a scripture in Second Timothy which says, like, the word of God is good for reproof, uh, correcting. Uh, sorry, I'll, when we're giving the parting shots, which is coming up soon, guys, prepare something, prepare something, is where will you get that accountability that the word of God requires us to get accountability if you're working on your own? So I think when we're thinking about this need and the purpose of the church, because we have outlined it as it comes with the need, you know, community, reproof, Think along those slides and may God help us, you know, open up our hearts to hear from him. And with that, guys, could you please give your parting shots? That is Kev. Yes. Um, uh, we, as Christians, we should know what importance the church, the church holds in our life. And I think we've mentioned the, a couple of them here. Um, it takes it takes the the leading of God to find a special community of believers to belong to, to do life together with, and to help each other along the way. Not not even not only each other, but other people as well. So, in our calling as Christians, we get to do very many things. By the time we get to be with God. So in between that time, you need to seek God um, daily and he will not, he will, he won't just give you one thing to do. He'll give you many things to do. And um, a couple of those things will involve you interacting with other people. Being already part of a church uh, gives you an advantage in that you already know how to relate with people you already know, um, have the resources to to work with as Sony has mentioned you you just you you need the church a whole lot um, there's there's, there's uh, such a great need for the church in in our lives as Christians and even uh, in particular today where not it's not um it's not trendy it's not uh seen as something to be respected to be part of the church depending on uh which which social circle you're part of so if if you're the one who's uh keeping your values if you're the one who is going to church if you're the one who is um, doing all the things as God intended them to be, you're seen as a restrictive person, you're seen as someone who is holding back their desires, but really God 
is the person who made us and he knows what desires that are in us. So being part of the church enables you to resist temptation, enables you to be accountable, enables you to find that community to um, make it easier for you to keep your values. Okay, maybe I'll just pick it up from what Kev said. And I think for me, when I talk about why we need the church, the answer for me is that because the church is a bank of resources, and these resources are founded on principles of Christian living that are founded on the will of God and principles that are found in the Bible. So I think we need the church because it's a bank of, of principles. And, and, not, and just in case that sounds very far off, I think when you're struggling with, with the last, instead of going to a certain website which tells you how to handle last and your you should go to the church and talk to those guys who got married CG a few years ago and tell them, by the way, did you feel these things I'm feeling? How did you go about them? And they can tell you from their experience whether they did things well or the wrong way. They can be able to give you principles and advice that is in line with the word of God. So that if you're seeking how to represent God in you, or how to just behave yourself in the, in the marketplace, how to create wealth according to godly principles. You're able to look at those people who've made it in your church and ask them, by the way, how was this process for you? What did you do? What did you have to say no to? How did that look like? What were some of the challenges you, you faced? And that is wisdom, actually, that you are tapping on. And I understand that not, not every church may, may, may be in a position where it exposes you to people who have lived their life according to the principles of God or at least trying to implement. But my understanding is if you're in a place where you do not have access to those, those resources, then you should take initiative and be that resource to those who are coming after you and say, um, I faced this challenge as I was dating um, and you know, this is my experience with last and this is what worked for me. This is what did not work for me. And this is what the Bible says. So maybe you can make an informed decision um, with, with, all those, with, with all those factors played in. So I think that the church is a, a bank of resources. And if you're in a position where you're not able to access those resources, then maybe God has placed you in that situation to be the founder of those resources. And so my encouragement to all of us is that I know there are many reasons why we may not turn to the church to access those resources because we have other places we can access. Um, maybe the church has failed in one way or another, but at the end of the day, what holds the church together is our belief in Christ and Christ is our focal point. And so if we cannot run to the church, then let us run to Christ mm. and let him be the compass. Let him guide us on how to go this, uh, through uh, these other things. But my, my position remains the same. I think you may, you may be able to live your, your life without the, the community of believers for a while, but I think God's intention is for us to, to go much further than just Kawaida living. I think he's calling us to do great things in our own lives, in our own spaces, and in our own things. And we cannot do that without um, the exposure 
the resources that the church has. And so let us tap into the resources that the church has. And where you're in a position where the church does not have this, those resources, then take initiative and be that resource yourself. What we are doing here at DLT is we are being a resource because we, there are no resources for us. So we are being that resource to others. So just to encourage you, take up that position, be a resource to others, and through the help of God, he will, he will help you navigate that space. Do I think that Christians need the church? I do think they need the church. If you say you do not need the church, I think you are putting a, a cap or you're putting, you know, you're setting a limit for yourself on how much you can grow and how much you can you can grow and how much you can and how far you can go but with the help of the church as a body of believers because that those who've gone with, before us that those who are gifted in ways that we do not have those who have wisdom that we do not have we are able to grow expeditiously more than we would be um as we are working alone and the bible says that the, the, that it is it is wise to seek the counsel of those who have gone before us we saw this even with moses and you know his father-in-law was like why are you struggling and the other elders who can help you resolve disputes it's the same thing for me why are you struggling with whatever you're struggling with and there are those who've gone before you i think the church creates those opportunities for us in whichever sphere of life not just spiritually but also emotionally in marriage in relationships in family career wise etc etc so my encouragement to us is that i think we will derive more benefit and we will be able to live a, 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 a more pleasurable life according to the will of god if we're able to tap into the resources the church has and if your church does not have resources we live in an online community where you can access resources from other churches because churches are exposing themselves so go look for other resources you have the opportunity and be a resource to others who just like you do not have the resource so make a difference for those who um, have who are behind you and i think when we all take that approach i think we'll be able to grow the body of christ and most likely perhaps in good faith actually um make the will of god on heaven come to earth um and that's my parting shot yeah thanks so much Sony. and yeah just uh, from me christ is the head of the church we have direct access to him pray on him read the word as we said before and see see where you stand with this and i'd encourage you to just go and and get more into the word on this matter and with that i think we're going to call it wraps and have a good week or rest of the week or whatever time you'll be hearing this ahead bye guys